This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez to bring you a word from our sponsor, Dark Phoenix Comics and Collectibles. They are a proud sponsor of the House of Indie, and they have live auctions every Tuesday and Saturday, 7 p.m. Arizona time. You can check them out on Facebook. Just type in Dark Phoenix Comics and they'll pop right up. You can also go over there to their website, darkphoenixcomics.com. They are a CGC facilitator. They are the, your one-stop shop for variants, monthly diamond, comic pre-orders, Silver Age, and convention signings. If you can't get that signature at a con, they are definitely able to. Contact them for all your graining needs and comic book hunts. So head on over to facebook.com slash darkphoenixcomics or darkphoenixcomics.com. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez, and I'm here with Albert Morales, and we are the House of Indie. And we have on the line, who do we have on the line today, Albert? The dynamic Mr. Drew Moss. How's it going, Drew? <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. That that was a that was a very uh, amazing intro. <laughs> well, you got it's got to be, dude. You're on the House of Indie, so you know we got we got to do that. We got to do it. Well. I hope I can live up to uh, the grandeur. Of that so, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Um, I like long walks on the beach. No, uh, <laughs> nice. I, uh, uh, Barefoot. Guess, uh, I'm from Southeast Virginia, so near the Norfolk, Virginia Beach area. Yeah. Um, you, you you like you like the beach area? Is that? Uh, you, uh, I don't know how I would adjust without it. <laughs> uh, like whenever I travel, uh, and I come home, like the, the there's just like a I don't know the the smell, the salt in the air. You, it's totally different. Yeah. Than if you go like inland, yeah. um, not that it's bad inland, I, it, it's fine there too. But you you end up missing it. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm from, I, I I don't know what I would do if I didn't live near the water. I'm I'm generally from the Gulf Coast area in, in Texas, and uh, like when I whenever I go home, that's the first thing that that hits me is obviously the smell from the water and whatnot. So yeah. you know, it's it's definitely something you miss uh, if you're away for too long. 
it's hard to explain to people who aren't around water all the time. Because I have <laughs> family who are, uh, I, and I don't mean this as a derogatory term, but mountain people. Like they live in the mountains <laughs> of Vermont. Do, do they got uh, the beards and, you know, and like the big old jugs of like you know Thor like oh, no, jugs no, they're, they're, of ale? They're, <laughs> they're totally normal people. <laughs> uh, okay. Like, and I have family in West Virginia, so. Um, I, I lived in Charleston, West Virginia, for a little bit in my childhood. So, oh. like, uh, when I the only reason I say mountain because they're like they're not used to um, the humidity and heat oh, yeah. of, of of where I'm from, and it, it's funny watching them. But then they also <laughs> laugh at me when I go up north. Yeah, that's uh, me, man. Like, I can't, oh my god, it's so cold. I can't <laughs> handle the I can't handle the humidity. <laughs> so, oh yeah, the humidity is crazy. Yeah, here. man, it's hard uh, during the summer. In the winter, is nothing really. Yeah, uh, but in the summer, man, yeah, it could get you know ninety percent if not. Wow, like, that's know. rough. It, it it can be if it's hot. Um, <laughs> that's rough for the humidity. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. rough. Yeah. So, man, all right, right now you're working on a couple of different things, right? Right now you're working on Vampirella and Red Sonia. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, it's actually one of uh, my favorite things I've ever worked on. Um, I, I didn't know it was going to be, to be <laughs> honest, because uh, I, I kind of fell into the job. Okay. Um, uh, a friend of mine texted me and was like, hey, Nate Cosby's looking for cover artists. You know, and at the time, I, I, I was working on an issue or a backup in Star Wars Adventures because I, I didn't have anything else going at the time. Okay. Um, I had I was uh, so I was like, you know what? Yeah, screw it. I'll I'll just email him, and I did, and I said, hey Nate, I hear you're looking for cover artists. Um, I'd be willing to do a few if you like. And he was like, are you free? I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, right now I am. And he goes, well, I got something better than covers. Oh, there you um, go. And then he he's like, well, can you draw? Well, first he said, do you want to do Vampirilla Red Sonia? And I was like, oh, I don't know if I do. <laughs> uh, but I, I, you know, I don't have a job. So, you know, I, he goes, well, let me just say we're not, we're trying to sell story over sex. So, like, if yeah. you think, if that's the reason why you're not, you know, excited about it, because, you know, you think it's going to be really cheesecake. Yeah. Right. Um, that's, that's not what we're trying to do here. And then he told me Jordy Bolero was writing it. Yeah, um, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> uh, so he sent me uh, kind of a synopsis of what they were trying to do, um, which was uh, you know time traveling, mm. uh, kind of like Scooby Doo meets Nancy <laughs> Drew meets time traveling. But it, it just sounded so amazing. Um, so I did some sketches uh, of Vampirella and Red, which the Red Sonia design that I did. Um, the people used the people who drew covers for like the first couple issues used that design, but we never used that design in the comic, uh, okay. which was. Um, but uh, uh, drawing Vampirilla in, in in like '60s mod like yeah, clothing was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, because um, that's that's one of those things that I noticed about the book is uh, is that you know because when people think about Vampirilla and Red Sonia, they are wearing the most tiniest outfits in the world right but but uh but lately people have been talking about your book uh because 
they've actually got clothes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they wear clothes the whole time. Because some people are <laughs> uh, What the uh, hell? <laughs> and, and I also don't draw, like, uh, I don't draw Vampirilla. I guess when I draw her, I draw it for functionality. Yeah. Like, is it, even when she wears her outfit, it, 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 it fits like it would need to fit if she had to move a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, and cause in my head, it's like, it's just, you know, dental floss just doesn't work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if, she, if she's fighting like, you know, terrorists or whatever, yeah, it only works like, when you're using it. Work. It only when it, it works when you're using it for your uh, dental care. I mean, right? I, I would, yeah. <laughs> I would have to pick it every five minutes. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, and that's just Only the backside. Only for cavities, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the backside. What if I? What if something slips out in the front? I mean, I'm just well, saying, it's not good. Well, <laughs> I guess uh, the dental floss and cavities is like a double entendre, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's... <laughs> for her at least. Uh, but, oh my um, gosh. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm really into like telling good stories like that's that's my main thing and you know i work yeah you know i practice with art all the time like um well as in sketching and and trying new things and uh usually when i do commissions i do a lot of those um okay that's when i refine like my technique but with storytelling with comics um that's more what i'm looking for it's like you know because that's the number one thing, right? Like, it's yeah. not how awesome your ego is and how, like, you can do, like, every panel. And some people can't. Don't get me wrong. Some people can do that. They can draw, like, these amazing things every panel. Um, but me, I, I focus more on the storytelling. Uh, so when they offered this job to me and told me the deal, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally down for that. So um, so if you if you don't like Vampirilla Red Sonia, because you're like, I'm not in the cheesecake. Um, <laughs> this is this book is not what you expect it is, I guess. Yeah, no, um, I, you just said that right now, and the first thing that popped in my head was popped in my head was, you know, if you don't like Vampirilla Red Sonia, go f yourself. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you know, uh, I've grown to love them actually. I mean, I'm eight issues deep, so there you go. Um, see. Uh, I I I would definitely do another. Um, Either one or both again. I mean, I, this this series is only twelve issues. Okay. Um, and I also I get to draw all twelve. So. Did oh, you like awesome. the Betty and Veronica issue? Oh, it had, oh, that has that's a totally different series. Is that a totally different series? But did you like yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it still got totally both of them in there, series. you know. But it still got you still got Red Sonia and, and Vampirilla in there, don't you? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's like Vampirilla, Red Sonia, and Betty and, and Veronica. It's like yeah. right. Uh, uh, it, it, I I haven't read that book. I should say I have, but I haven't. <laughs> uh, when I saw it, I was I I personally had to pick it up just because I was like, uh, how the hell does that even? How how does that work? I, I don't understand. Yeah, how does that? But you know what? It's comics. It works, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It works some way yeah, or another. I, I overthank it. I was like, okay, let me just sit down and enjoy it. So. So I remember when, we, uh, as a comic nerd, we were like, "Are you a Betty or are you a Veronica guy?" <laughs> uh, and I don't know what that says about you. I I never got that part. We actually um, asked Brian Augustin that same question, and, yeah. and I think he was a he was a Betty guy. Yeah, I think a bl- he was a blonde chick. He, yeah, blonde. He, he's in blonde. Well, chicks. I always thought <laughs> Veronica was just mean. 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're into dominant ladies, like, but not in the way of of like being dominant as in aggressive, yeah. but more <laughs> yeah. like just mean. She's yeah. Mean. Yeah. Well, my wife's a redhead, so I guess that says a little bit of something about me because I'm probably uh, more, I'm more of a Veronica kind of guy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this. Filipino, I know, right? So I just do what she says. There you go. No. <laughs> happy wife, happy life, right? Yeah. <laughs> so how'd you get started in the business, man? How'd you, uh, what, what, uh, did you show up in a portfolio, with a portfolio at a show? Did you, uh, just, uh, go at it on your own? How, how did it all, how did it all start um, for you? Well, I, I've been doing, I think my first published thing was like in 2004 or something like that. I didn't get like a, a regular, like a steady, um, I want to say income or, or gigs until, uh, oddly enough, um, a friend of mine messaged me on back in the days of Yahoo Messenger. Uh, I don't know if anybody still yeah. uses that. No, um, you got, yeah. <laughs> my kids, my kids don't even know what that is anymore, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind. Of, yeah, I I agree. I'm like, oh, but he messaged me. Uh, and he was like, hey, how much would you pay for uh, Chris Ryle, the editor-in-chief of IDW, to give you a portfolio review? And I was like, I'm kind of broke, so nothing. <laughs> um, and he was like, well, you, you paid 100 bucks. Uh, I did it for you. It was a reward oh. for uh, Anthology, a Kickstarter reward. Um, wow. And I was like, really? Well, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh it's just crazy. So months had passed. I want to say like six or seven months. I'm going to give Chris a hard time because we're friends now. Uh, but uh, that that slack bastard. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it took him like six or seven months. But I got an email. It was a group email to all ten of us who, who bought that review, I guess. And um, he was just like, I'm going to go out of town. I'm so sorry that it's taken me so long. Um Send me your your portfolios, and I'll look them over on the plane because he was going to Chile. Oh, wow. Um, so I was having a baby at the time. Not me, okay. but my wife. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I just said, hey, you know what, man? I'm busy. You're busy. I know you, like, you're probably way busier than I am. Because I have no idea what you do on the day to day, <laughs> so like when you get back, you can just get to me. Uh, and he emailed me back almost immediately, and he's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> oh shit! Uh, oh, my and gosh. I was like, uh, "Well, I'm Drew. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I draw comics. You know, I don't know what else to say." And he's like, "Well, send me your portfolio like right now." Oh, um, wow. And I did, and he's like, "Well, you're pretty good." Um, would you want to do a pinup in uh, one of my books? Uh, and I was like, sure. And here's what I did. Uh, he told me the character. He sent me a reference, like, right then. I got him a pinup penciled in ink in, like, two hours. Oh, wow. wow. And he was like, piece? holy, you are fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he, he, we did a story for Image um, right after that, uh, for Outlaw Territory Volume Two. Okay. Um, and after that, I don't know what happened. Uh, but Cullen Bunn, we had I had done a couple, uh, um, like an eight-page story for one of his children's books, 
And Colin hit me up and said, hey, man, I want to do this kids book for Oni Press. Would you want to do it? And I had never done a miniseries. Like, so, I mean, I've done single comics or anthology stories at the time. Yeah. So I was, I was really stoked. So I, I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to email Chris because Chris has really gotten like me a lot of exposure and at the time and, and was really pushing my stuff um, around. So I was like, I'm going to email Chris and just tell him, you know, I got a regular, I got a mini series and uh, I wanted to thank him for all his time and support. And I emailed him and he goes, I'm on vacation, but <laughs> that sucks because I wanted to offer you a mini too. Wow. And I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> he goes, you don't even know what it is. And I was like, okay, I'll still do it. Nice. Um, <laughs> And then he told me, and I, we did the colonize. So I did Terrible Lizard with Colin and the colonize with Ryle at the same time. And I was also working like full time IT. Mm. Um, I don't know how I did it, uh, but I did it. Um, wow. And then after that, I don't know. I, I, I just had work ever since. Uh, I quit my day job like seven years ago. Wow. Uh, um, and ever since, I mean, there was a period of time after I did Copperhead mm. for Image. Uh, I think I was out of work for like six months, and that was rough. Did you start, oh, man. Uh, you start sweating a little bit? Yo, I was sweating a lot. <laughs> I quit my job. That's there rough. was no way I was getting that back. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I, just, I went to Disney World and, and quit. Um, like, I literally was at Disney World. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> so, wow. uh, but uh, other than that period of time, um, I've, I've been consistently working. So, yeah, I got my start total, uh, you know, thank Mike Exner. Mike Exner is a um, – he actually has a book coming out with IDW soon because I'm doing a cover for it. I don't remember the cool. name. I should really know the name. <laughs> um, but um, without him, I don't think I'd be doing this now. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, to his credit um, – Without his help and buying that portfolio review for me, I mean, it started a chain reaction. Wow, that's um, awesome! So yeah. yeah, I mean, that's 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 a really cool thing to have somebody like you know have yeah. that much faith in you and be like, hey, listen, I just bought you a portfolio review. You need to go do that shit. <laughs> yeah, he was always telling me I just needed to have the right people see my stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and like I had done portfolio reviews at shows, um, and you know what I. I I, I don't want to dispel a myth, but man, you know, people hear those stories of like this guy who went and got this portfolio review, got this job, um, like immediately, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, that doesn't happen often. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if, you, if you think about it, uh, everybody hears the same story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's always the same guy. Yeah. Uh, that's because it doesn't happen often. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Um, but people still think it does. I, uh, I I had that same conversation literally last night where uh, C2E2 just ended. Um, there was a little bit of expectation there at, at the show from a party. And they, you know, they were working with somebody new and they were, they were kind of told something uh, of how the show was supposed to go. And it didn't end uh, up, it didn't end up being that unfortunately. It was like, yeah. oh man. So, uh, so you know, the 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 conversation was, what was the expectation? Did you think you were going to get interior work? Did you think you were going to get cover work? 
And uh, the expectation from my, what I understand about the conversation was they didn't expect to get interior work, but they expected some kind of lead in to maybe doing some cover work or a pinup work or something. And yeah, cover work's hard because everybody wants it. <laughs> well, you yeah. also have to have, have you kind of, unless you're just amazing. Sure. Uh, yeah. You got to kind of have a name too because you sell the book. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And cover, like, I, I know so many people are like, never gotten work before and like oh i'm gonna try and get covers i mean good luck dude yeah. like it, it's i mean because there are people who are that good right off the bat i mean mm-hmm. it, it, it's possible uh but like i i tell people this when you when you've if you've never done interior work for at least you know the uh the big indies like boom dynamite uh idw image uh Oni Press, Lion Forge, all those like I, I don't want to call them B level because I don't want to make it seem like I speak because that's who I work for, Dark Horse. You know, right. I've done work with all of those guys. Um, but if you've never done anything with anybody before, and you're going to a con thinking that the big two are going to just, yeah. oh wow, you're amazing. See, there's a you've got to remember there's got to be a level of trust as well, mm-hmm. um, because books cost money in not just to pay yeah. you but to publish to there's a lot of trust involved in that you've never done work before don't expect to get like a a, a lot of work at this beginning because um they're putting an investment in you as well right like it's not you think you can do it um but just cuz you think you can doesn't mean that they believe you can right yeah exactly um, so th- if you go in there knowing that, then your expectations shouldn't be but so high. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you know, you get like a small thing, uh, uh, eight pager, or maybe a fill-in issue, if that. Like, I don't know. Like, if you've never done anything, <laughs> I don't know if you're even going to get a, a whole issue. Um, <laughs> it's rough. It, uh, I mean, there's people who've worked in the industry for 10, 15 years who can't even knock on the door, you know? Right, yeah. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I always tell people like, don't, don't, I, I use this analogy. Like you see that comic job, is like an apple, this shiny apple hanging on this giant tree of the comic industry. Right. And you sit there and you stare at that apple and you're like, I want that apple, man. <laughs> like I'll do anything for that apple. Right. You reach it and you just never quite get it, you know? And as you, as you're doing that, what you're doing is, is you, you lose sight of the tree. Yeah. Um, you're always staring at that apple, and if you real if you if you took your time, work hard, uh, build real relationships, not those BS ones where you're you're just phony nice to get work, but like real relationships, uh, make friends, uh, learn people's names and, and and responsibilities, um, actually be happy for people who get work, yeah, uh, even if it's not you, yeah. um. That that tree that apple will just fall into your hands, and, and you, then you see the tree like you're staring at the tree. You see all the people involved in that tree, and you see all the uh, opportunity in that tree. The apple will just fall. Um, but that's the problem. Most people are too busy staring at the apple. That's a good way to look uh, at it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 years of in the industry, like I. I get that question a lot. How do I break in? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's what I've come up with. 
an apple analogy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like that that analogy because it takes a lot to get into that tree. You're right. You gotta. You got to, number one, you got to figure out how you're going to get up in there to, to reach for it or, or how am I going to get into that tree? You got to have, do, do I need a ladder? Do I need, you know, do I need, a, obviously I need to put more thought into it, right? So there's a lot of stuff that you got to do on the ground before you can reach up and, and receive that apple. So I, I love that analogy. Yeah. I always say if you just go in, um, being honest and kind to people, um, be a genuine person, uh, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, don't don't worry about money, because money that that just poisons your mind. Yeah. Um, and people who worry about money, it's not. And I'm not saying you like money sucks. Like it's wonderful, but it sucks. <laughs> uh, and if you're in a, I, I don't know if you guys have had the experience. You go to a show, and all you're thinking about is your bottom line. Um. And if it's not being met, your whole show you feel hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that that reflects on everyone now. Yeah, it's a little you know? rough. It's rough, man, because you're sitting there. And you're like, I've only got this much. I've got to make this much going into the show. And and you're sitting there. There could be one whole day where every you got a bunch of looky loos, and nothing happens. And then your whole weekend is shot. Yeah. But and I used to think like that too. And you know, somebody told me I'm coming from a privileged place because I've been doing it a long time, and and people look for my work or whatever. I don't believe that. Because trust me, I'm in the shows where like I'm in the red completely. Wow. Um, and that's fine. But like, the thing is, is I don't. I'm not there just for that. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm all I'm also there to meet people who enjoy my work or who've never seen my work. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm also there to see people that I don't only see like four to five times a year. Yeah. Um, I'm also there because like I love comic books. Um, yeah. And I like people in general. Yeah. Um, so if I'm, I always check my boxes like this, I used to be different. Don't don't get me wrong. When I started, I was I was I was in a different place. So uh, now I just go, well, did I have a good time? Uh, did I have great conversations with people? Uh, was it nice to see so-and-so? Uh, yes, 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 and yes. Uh, did we have sweet dinner after show? You know? <laughs> like, because I always look for someplace, like, different. Yeah. Uh, and, and if I did, then, you know what? Success. It, it, I also don't do shows where I, I know um, it's going to be a struggle. Because you, you can see that, too. Yeah. Where you're like, you know what? I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze for this show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, true. I mean, yeah, it's like a, I feel like I'm speaking to the choir because uh, you guys <laughs> seem to know. Uh, but there's a lot of people who don't. Yeah, um, no, that's 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 great that you're 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 talking to people because a lot of our, our our listeners, you know, they could be trying to get in. They could be just just thinking of a story themselves and wanting to know how. How do I just, how do I produce this and and this is great information to you know don't don't give up and don't ex don't don't set your bite bar too high you know yeah and be realistic I mean be realistic yeah uh you know but also like have goals I always say make small achievable goals but have that main goal in, and don't make your goal just a big two please don't yeah. do that to yourself <laughs> right. uh don't don't I I. 
haven't worked for the big two. I work for every every other one. Heavy metal to Dark Horse to Oni to uh, everybody. Dynamite, everybody. But I've never worked for Marvel or DC. But I make a living. I do it full time. Yeah, you still um, get the, the breadwinner of my house. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's not that you can't make money. You can, right? But you have to work hard, and and you have to be honest. So like, as in deadlines and taking jobs. Like, if you're honest, upfront, um, work hard. Uh, sure, you'll do fine. Because uh, the main thing is right. You just want to do comics. Right for sure. a living, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, drawing Spider Man or the Hulk or something or Superman would be awesome, yeah. Uh, but like the main goal is to do the thing you love, right? Um, yeah, and crying a lot, <laughs> probably do some of that. Uh, <laughs> do it in quiet, sir. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's what, yeah. So, yeah, so no one wants to hear you cry. <laughs> uh, no. So you work. Sound like my mom. No, <laughs> That's funny. Walk it off. <laughs> so you you said you mentioned that you worked on Copperhead. Talk to me a little bit about Copperhead. Copperhead was the comic book that made me realize I like drawing sci fantasy. Um, All right. Because I didn't think I did. Uh, I don't know why. I was just like, man, I just don't like sci fi. Isn't for me. Uh, like I, I like Star Wars and I do like sci-fi. I like Blade Runner. And, um, I don't watch Star Trek though. Uh, but I like sci-fi, but I never thought I'd like to draw it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and when I was asked to do that book, uh, I was apprehensive at first, but then I was like, well, it's image. I've never worked for image. Um, that should be well. I had, but not in the capacity where I was drawing like a a long run of books. Right. Um, so I I said, you know what? Why not? Let's do it. And then after the first like three or four pages, I was like, man, this is really fun. <laughs> um, but it, it's just like aliens are space monsters, uh, which ne- never occurred to me till then, because um, I like drawing monsters. So. I was like, well, cool. they're just monsters in space. Um, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just not here. Uh, um, plus the the fact that I can draw like like weapons that just work. Yeah. Like there's no real science behind it. Why does that work? Cause I drew just, it. Just cause. <laughs> just cause it does. <laughs> yeah, this robot doesn't fall over because I'll never draw it falling over. <laughs> so does it have to be balanced? I guess, uh, but not really. Um, that's actually a thing with Chris Ryle and I. When I did uh, Zombies versus Robots, uh-huh. uh, I got to do this anthology with him and he, uh, Sam Keith, yeah, uh, Ashley Wood, and all of them were in it. Yeah, yeah. And I got to go behind Sam Keith, which was horrible because I was like, "Ah, oh, that guy's <laughs> great." Everybody's gonna, um, everybody's gonna get stuck on his page. <laughs> yeah, and I drew this robot, and Chris goes, "Man, that thing would never, ever even stand up." I was like, "Sure, it will," because <laughs> I'll never draw it falling over, so <laughs> it's hilarious. fine. Uh, like, he still made me change it. To be honest, I did he really? No, Copperhead. <laughs> Copperhead was uh, amazing, and Jay, um, uh, I can't. I always say his name wrong. Faber Farber. Oh yeah, uh, Jay Farber. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was amazing to work with. We worked the old Marvel style, oh, which okay. is you know like he just gave me like a 
two-page summary of the issue yeah. and the beats and the and like what happens, like issues. I mean, pages eleven to thirteen, and he would tell me what happens with no dialogue, really, just here and there, spotty, yeah, uh, and just go do it. And uh, yeah, man, that was fun. Oh, that's <laughs> got to be fun, man, because you just kind of let your mind go. Yeah, that's what happened. And you know, of course, Jay, I'd send him the thumbnails, and he'd go, "Well." You know, I was planning on doing a thing here, but it's not your fault. Like, could you, <laughs> could you make more space here for dialogue? And I go, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, we had to work together, which yeah, was, right. you know, nice. Um, not like some jobs, you just get a script, and and you know, from your editor, you don't really talk to the writer. Right. Do you have and a lot then, of feedback with that when you when you're on other projects? Like, uh, as far as like a lot of back and forth between you and the writer. Uh, most of the time, yes. And even with the editor, sometimes when the editor doesn't, uh, like he, he tries to control the situation, uh, I still end up finding a way to contact those people. <laughs> uh, I mean, just because I feel like it's their story. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Um, they're like the screenwriter. Yeah, some they... people would say they're the director, but I don't agree with that because <laughs> uh, they're not visually doing anything yeah no I, I think you're right i think they're the screenwriter and you're more the director because i mean you're the direct you're the director and the actor because you're you're and cinematographer yeah you're yeah. all that you know but at the but at the but, same time if it's their story they have something in their head because they're they're it's, well yeah you that's know. that's my point is that you know you want to get with the screenwriter if you're if you're being you know uh complimentary to what the to them their vision their vision yeah, yeah. you, you want to yes. get with them hey what are you trying to bring across in this panel so that way i just yeah. i want to make sure that it's true to what you're trying to look for but at the same time is dynamic the one it that, needs to be yeah and and you're the one that's that puts it out there and, and actually puts it the page yeah right yeah so. it's uh but the, you can I, say we're full of crap it's okay like i try and work with people i i don't want to work uh I, I know this is going to say I don't want to work for people, just sure. for people. I want to work with people. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in the draw monkey situation yeah. a few times. Yeah. And it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It, it's like you get no say, even when you know that like possibly this could be better. Like visually this, this would tell the story. You want to add panels because yeah. you're like the, you, the, you just want to slow the pacing down. Mm -hmm. um, uh, or maybe, larger panels to slow it down or even quicken it with like shortening panels or taking some out. Um, and sometimes you have ideas to do stuff like subliminally and people are like, I just don't care about that. Just draw what I put down. Um, mm. And that, yeah, it happens, but uh, it, I don't know. Um, I've got, <laughs> I've gotten to work with some good, good writers. So most of the time it, it goes well. Um, and, and Luckily, like Nate, I work with Nate now, Cosby, as an editor, and he is phenomenal. Jeez. Uh, cool. You want to talk about a guy who cares about, like, storytelling. Um, that guy, uh, it, it, it's, it's so refreshing because he'll, be, he'll tell you, he'll be like, look, what you did is okay. You can do that. That's fine. But, I like, think about this, and then he'll tell you a thing, and then he'll be like, okay, now it's up to you. Sure, the thing I said is going to take longer, but mm -hmm. you don't have to do that because what you're going to do does do the same thing. But if you think that this would be a better way of doing it, you 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 could do that as well. But either way, it's up to you. I I'm fine either way. 
And it's always when he does that, I'm like, you know, I'm going to do the other thing because it's just such a better <laughs> idea. Uh, um, and that's the way it started. But now yeah. it's gotten to the point where I just submit thumbs and he's like, cool. Uh, and, and, but that's, I think that's him doing that. Like that he's, I've learned something from him. Um, mm. I've grown because of him. And I think that's refreshing because uh, my past work, uh, not a lot of editors are like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are just like, get it done, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, you know, you have a deadline. Like, let's get this done. Like, uh, <laughs> I so, don't even know why you're sending me thumbs at this point. <laughs> um, so out of all these uh, stories that you've done, you, like you said, you worked for multiple different companies. Is there a certain project that you have in mind in the back of your head that you want to do? Man, I would love uh, to to draw the Hulk or anything cosmic, whether it be like Fourth World or 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 Fantastic Four or anything cosmic. Uh, and I love Ghost Rider because I like drawing skulls. Um, right. uh, but I don't know. Uh, so I love the best, to draw Hellboy. You can get the best of both worlds and do Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> It would be fun. Like those books sound really fun to me. I don't know. Uh, sometimes I'm pleasantly surprised when it's something I don't know I I would enjoy. Um, like somebody goes, you know what? And you would do this well, right. and I go, I don't think so. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they 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 go, you're gonna do it, and I say, okay. And then I find out that they were right. Like you know, nice. Um, pleasantly surprised uh, I, I think yeah it, it's it's weird uh um but to stay gainfully employed i think that's probably number one <laughs> that's the goal <laughs> yeah, yeah. um I, like i said uh I, my run ends on vampirilla on 12 i'm on i'm starting nine tomorrow oh, wow. so um four more issues and then uh i don't know what's i, I, I may do something else at dynamite um we're talking about that uh, Dynamite's then, coming out. Dynamite's making some. Uh, I, I think they're starting to to pick up some more again. Like uh, they seem to co- kind of go in waves where they they'll have some really good runs with some really good books, and then they'll di- they'll quiet down for a little bit, and then they'll come back with some really good runs again. And uh, I saw Vampirilla number one come out, and I was at one of the launch parties for that at one of the comic shops, and and uh, there seemed to be pretty pretty good turnout for that. Yeah, I, I heard it did really well. Um, yeah, but also, uh, I don't know. I have my I have my irons in the fires for some other things. Um, I have this creator on book that we got just sound signed the scout. Um, okay, yeah. and it's like halfway done. So, uh, called Chase the Moon. It's about uh, monster gangs. It's kind of like Romeo and Juliet. Oh, yeah. Rome, Need to uh, say anything with monsters. Capulets and Montagues nice. with, uh, with, uh, with the monsters. That's awesome. Yeah, it kind of – it's like the Warriors. It, it happens in the There eight. you go. Um, yeah. Even better. So, <laughs> um, that's a 100-page graphic novel that will be out from Sc- Scout whenever I finish it. Um, nice. How far, so, long, how far along are you on that? I'm about two issues deep on it out of the four. Um, I'm actually at a point where – like. I've been rendering everything in gray, but I'm kind of rethinking that because it's taking a lot of time. <laughs> um, so I may re-ink some stuff because I still have the ink saved separately. Okay. And 
and just do some things like flashbacks uh, and yeah, like yeah. some stuff on TV, yeah. like rendered in gray. So I, I actually have to talk to the writers uh, in the next couple of days about that because I'm like, man, I want to get this book done, but like I, I'm not getting paid to do that book, and then yeah. I'm not getting a page rate. Right. Uh-huh. So my regular job is the dynamite book, which sure. I am getting a page rate. So yeah. um, I have to make that a priority. Sure. Yeah. Uh, most but, but I want to have time to do the other book too. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know if this was like, this podcast is more directed toward comic industry talk or like actual. No, no, it's, it's a little bit of both. I mean, like, yeah. like the, the, what you're talking about right now with the, uh, with the new book with uh scout, how did that come about? Like, uh, did they, did you hit them up? Did you call them or did they call you um, and say, Hey, I got an idea. No, the, uh, the writers had already done a book with them. Um, and we had done a Kickstarter, uh, and we got funded. Um, now here's a here's a catch in the Kickstarter because I'd never done a Kickstarter before. Okay. okay? Uh, one, I took too many, too many uh, commission because I just kept the the commission tier open. Yeah, yeah. That was a bad, <laughs> bad thing because I end up having about a hundred and seventy seven commissions to do. Holy shit! Nice. On top of the book. Wow. <laughs> Good if God. people aren't patient when it comes to commissions, no, uh, no, they're not. <laughs> they want it like they want that more than the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I've been doing those. I'm by, I'm down to about ninety now. Oh uh, my gosh, <laughs> maybe eighty because I also have like my regular job. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we did that. It got funded. Uh, the like I said, the problem is, uh, I I technically like we I think we got funded for like twenty five thousand. That's not bad. Um, yeah. But Kickstarter takes, uh, we end up actually clearing about twenty one, because a bunch of them after the fact didn't go through. Oh, okay. Uh, Because even though you make the goal, the they they run Stripe or whatever, and like some of them just the whatever card they use gets declined. Gotcha. And then they they wait two weeks and they run it again, and and after that they don't say you didn't make your goal because technically if we went. By that number, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, so that happened, which was fine. Uh, but then uh, I didn't know you had to pay taxes on that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They want their yeah. piece, man. Yep, yep, they want it. Oh, I was, I was like, and the thing is, we got our thing funded on the thirty-first of December. Like that's when the payment went through. Oh wow. wow. Uh, so when I did my taxes two weeks later. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Excuse me, how much do I owe?" Oh no! Uh, oh which was man! Cl- it was close to like seven thousand dollars. Oh wow, no. that's rough. Did you tell him to shut um, up? So <laughs> that came right out of that money. Yeah, uh, and I was like, "Well, that, that sucks." Yep. <laughs> uh, so all of a sudden, uh, where I thought I was going to be safe to do the book for like three months, yeah, uh, that got considerably cut down. I had to start looking for work. Yeah. Um, this is the horror story of the comedy, but this is not Kickstarter's <laughs> fault. No. This is all mine. I, I didn't think of this stuff. Right. I mean, um, you really don't. I mean, unless you're like, like if, if, if I were to do a Kickstarter, I would literally have to pluck everybody's brains. And I kind of already yeah. know that, you know, that, that everybody has their hand out when it comes to the, uh, uh after the fact, you know, of like, <laughs> I want my piece of that pie. 
yes. Yeah, part, but you know the whole intricate details of that. Oh yeah, it, it would. You would literally I'd have to study and study and study just to fucking get come it out on top. done first. Yeah, definitely. Like, have it completely done. Yeah, exactly. That's the only yeah. way to do it, and actually, not not hate yourself after it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Because have you ever done a Kickstarter? No, I'm, I'm no. deathly afraid of them. <laughs> it is it is stressful. It, For one month, you are out of your mind. Uh, you're like, because you're you're in this roller coaster of, oh, we're gonna make it. No, we're not. Oh, we're gonna do it. No, we're not. I'm still the old uh, school mind of like, you know, the the old school mind of put your money where your mouth is kind of thing. So, I, I'm still very much a, a if I don't have the money to put it up, then. I need to find that money to put it up uh, rather than You're do a Kickstarter. Smart. <laughs> yeah, smart play. Yeah, so. I'll never do a Kickstarter again. Uh, I will, uh, I, and, I, and you know what? People are making money. People know yeah. how to do it. Yeah. I'm just not smart enough or I, it's just not for me. I, I can't do Kickstarter again. Um, once this book is done and, and out, and I love the book is going to be great. Uh, but I am washing my hands of Kickstarter. I can't. <laughs> I, I'd rather just get work and, and draw it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, work deals, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, man, because we, we speak to a handful of people who actually um, know what they're doing when it comes to Kickstarter. So, I mean, it isn't for everybody. And, and a lot of people, some people know what they're doing when it comes to it. But um, like you're saying, it, there's 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 a, two sides to every coin, right? There is, and like I said, people are smart. They know what they're doing, and I'm not besmirching people who do it. Because if you can do it and actually make money doing it, oh, all the power to you. Awesome, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, more power to you. But uh, I ended up, I'm losing money on this, <laughs> uh, like a lot. So <laughs> that's. Uh, but it, like I said, I don't think it's Kickstarter's fault or anybody else. It's mine. Uh, I, I I thought we were good. Like I didn't know about like like just and all these people who drop out like right before it funds because they're like oh they're gonna make it they don't need my money now and they'll just <laughs> they'll just drop their thing and you're like oh yeah. my god what do you like uh, I think we announced we made it like four times because oh, we gosh. made it and then we didn't oh, and oh then no we did and then we didn't I was like this is and this is like the last day <laughs> like this is ridiculous oh man that's funny. And and you like the people you know too, like your friends will drop out. Oh. Uh, you're like, dang, dude. That's when you start knocking <laughs> like, on people's doors and be like, hey, man. I'm sorry, excuse me, sir. Did you just drop out of my Kickstarter? Would you even do yeah, it? Like, yeah, I just thought you you had already made it. You didn't need my money. Yeah, yeah. And no. I was like, you got to pull a Goodfellas <laughs> on him, man. Just pull a Joe Pesci and just <laughs> Goodfellas. Ouch. <laughs> now, but. Uh, uh, no, uh, Kickstarter is a, but there's that book that should be out. We have to set a schedule for it because, like, we just signed the contract. Uh, it took a while to get them all signed because you have to sign like it's like any uh, creator own thing. You have to sign a publishing contract and you have to sign a media contract. Uh, I did that for every like all my creator own books I've done. Um, so uh, I've never done it with Scout, but. It was pretty much the same process. You know, we have yeah. three different creators. Everybody's got to sign it. Yeah. Uh, and it's got to be, like, signed, like, by each of us individually. It can't be, like, uh, each of us sign one and, and then it's just printed out. It's, yeah. Uh, and then they have to sign it and send it all, send them to us. <laughs> it becomes, like, this yeah. deal. 
Yeah. Uh, but it's all done now. Um, we just have to set a schedule and it, I probably won't be able to start that until June or July because that's when this uh, dynamite gig is up. Interesting. So uh, right before we let you go, um, <clears throat> is there is there uh, uh, anywhere anybody can find you on social media, anything like that? Do you have a website? Um, I'm mainly on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, my Instagram is at D-R-E-W-E-R-D Moss. So it's Drewerd Moss. Uh, or okay. you could just search Drew Moss. I think I'm the first thing that pops up. Cool. Um, and Twitter, I'm Drew underscore Moss. And Facebook, my son tells me it's for old people. So <laughs> uh, you could just search Drew Moss. And I, I pretty much friend anybody who has comic interests. Like, if, if you just post pictures of yourself, like, flexing in a mirror, I'm probably not going to. Like... Cause you're 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 just too you're into yourself, aren't you? At this point, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I got to go delete those pictures. He's talking about me. No, just oh, you're just like straight selfies, like every thirty seconds. That's what. Uh, that's what. It, that's what Snapchat's for. No just kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My my son's like, you still use Facebook? Yes. Ugh, gross. Such judgment. <laughs> gross. Um, well, I think the the thing came up. Uh, he was like, uh, he had an Instagram account. He, I was like, you want a Facebook account? We waited till he was thirteen, and I was yeah. like, well, are you going to get a Facebook account? He's like, why? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, I've got a 16-year-old daughter, and she's the same way. She's like, it's all about Instagram. I'm like, I don't even know how to figure out Instagram, man. I will tell you, I love Instagram. Yeah. Uh, It's good for artists. I I have my biggest following on Instagram. It's all about the gram. Yeah. Um, you know it, it is. Uh, that's that seems to be the consensus that the the um, I don't is that a word that means to be the uh, uh, the on ongoing thing with artists. You know, you get to show your stuff, you can interact with people and all that kind of stuff. But me, I'm not an artist. Albert's an artist. I'm not. Yeah, I, I just are do you podcasts. A writer? Me, uh, I try. I dabble, um, but I mean, I'm. I'm I've got an I've got a story in my head, but um, I'm not I don't like to say that I'm a writer. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to school for writing, so um, but I, I've I've dabbled. <laughs> so I'm looking at your I'm looking at your Instagram right now as we're speaking. You've got yeah. a brainiac on. A lot of your pieces are dope, man. I love your headshots. Oh, I appreciate that. The the that brainiac. What the hell? Is it the is it's... it the one on the gray paper? Oh, yeah, that one's sick. Yeah, he's facing to the side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sick, dude. I've never seen Brainiac look so good. No, thank you. I appreciate it, man. It, <laughs> yeah. It, I do a lot of commissions because, you know, yeah, some you of those a whole are the of you gotta commissions. Do. <laughs> uh, I, I believe, uh, uh, and, you know, people ask me, like, at this point with commissions, I get so many requests, um, yeah. but it's I do this. I used to take payment up front and do the normal artist thing. Uh, which you should. I'm not telling you you shouldn't do that. But with me, I'm really busy, and I already owe like 90 commissions uh, <laughs> uh, for Kickstarter. That's that's draining my soul. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I usually just tell people, look, man, if I have time and like I'm feeling what you really want, like it, I'll do it. And when I'm done, just pay me then. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, like it, you don't have the pressure of giving me a bunch of money. I don't have the pressure of you messaging me at three in the morning yeah. asking about your Thanos piece. Uh, <laughs> Because uh, then I get mad because I'm like, I really don't care about Thanos at three in the morning. Yeah, like, yeah. You Sleeping. suck. <laughs> but of course I type, oh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. It's, it's all apologetic after that. <laughs> I'll get it started in the morning or whatever. Yeah. But uh, in my head, I'm like, no, bad. You're bad. Uh, uh, but now this, it relieves all that pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also people don't feel ripped off when they've already paid. Yeah. And then you're doing yeah. all these new pieces. Uh I can assuredly tell them, look, dude, they just got them before you did. Uh, and, and like, yeah. I don't do new stuff unless, I don't know, I need to pay my power bill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that stuff happens, man. Yeah. yeah. Does, does. Well, Drew, yeah. I, we appreciate you coming on and, uh, and taking some time out of your day to sit and talk with us. Definitely. Hey, man. I got a page penciled while we were talking. Well, nice. There you go. See, awesome. we're helping with creativity, the flow. You know, make, making that lead roll on the on the paper. Yeah. So it's all you guys get like twenty percent for that. Hey, here's your four dollars. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. You had Drew Moss on the line. Hey, thanks again for hanging out with us here on The House of Indy. I'm Joey Galvez and Albert Morales. What's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 